0: Hi, friends, and thanks for hanging out with me here at Chronicles in Season 2. God has been so faithful to speak to me, and I pray that what He gives me encourages you. Don't forget to share this episode and others with a friend from wherever you listen to this podcast. Also, if you have time, take a quick second to leave me a review. It really helps get the channel out to more people. Also, check out my website at Chronicles21.com. Each episode is posted there along with my blogs and About Me and contact page and Addiction Recovery resources, so check it out today. I love you, friends, but guess what? Jesus loves you enough to die for you. I pray that you are walking in that truth today. Now on to today's message. and welcome to another Monday message here at Chronicles. I'm Amanda, your host, and today is Monday, June 26, 2023. So I'm going to jump right in this morning. So last week I talked to you about some of my recent struggles as I observed the world, the pressure it caused in me and how like impulsive and brash Peter, I must have taken my eyes off of Jesus. And if you haven't listened last week's message, go ahead and do that before you hear me out today. Anyway, I've really been digging into the life of Peter as of late and find that I love his story. Yes, he was a brash and impulsive disciple who often acted first and thought later. Yes, in one moment, he took his eyes off of Jesus and trusted the circumstances around him more than his Savior in front of him. And yes, he denied even knowing Jesus on the day Jesus was led to the cross. Yet, if we flip over to the book of Acts, Who do we see preaching boldly to thousands on the day of Pentecost? It was Peter. As I read that part of history this past week, I could not help but think of Jesus' words to him back in the book of Matthew, chapter 16, when his name was still Simon. Jesus said, Now I say to you that you are Peter, which means rock. And upon this rock, I will build my church and all the powers of hell will not conquer it. The Word of God does not return void, does it, friends? It accomplishes what it sets out to do. And in this case, the Word was spoken by the Word, Jesus Christ. And if we really look at Peter's life, boy, did all the powers of hell try to conquer him, didn't they? But God, my friends, but God. Fast forward into Peter's ministry to there near the end, and we see him most likely in Rome where there was much suffering and persecution of the church. In the epistles of First and 2 Peter, we read his encouragement and warning to Christians for the inevitable suffering and persecution for the cause. Of Christ he says in first Peter chapter 4 verses 12 and 13 dear friends don't be surprised at the fiery trials you are going through as if something strange were happening to you instead be very glad for these trials make you partners with Christ in his suffering so that you will have the wonderful joy of seeing his glory when it is revealed to all the world In the same letter, but in the very next chapter, Peter says in verses 8 and 9, Stay alert. Watch out for your great enemy, the devil. He prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Stand firm against him and be strong in your faith. Remember that your family of believers all over the world is going through the same kind of suffering you are now keeping those two passages in mind let me tell you about my week last monday i shared with you what i was going through as far as struggling with the world and all its evil and i think it helped getting that out because i had a pretty good week my devotional time was much more rich and i heard the lord more so than i had in a few weeks i remember him revealing to me that i like to isolate a little too much perhaps because of the, this worldly pressure I was feeling, I don't know, but in any case, he showed me some stuff about myself that I didn't really like. And I remember saying to him at one point, Lord, I need to be a better servant. To which he quickly spoke to my heart and said, yes, you do. So I found an immediate opportunity to do just that at my church cleanup day on Saturday. Now, I'm always up early, I mean, always, every day of the week, I am up by 3.30, 4 a.m., no matter what, without an alarm. But getting up that early on a Saturday just to leave by 6.30 a.m., that was tough. But I did it because I wanted to please the Lord. Anywho, my task at church that morning was to clean up weeds in the front of the church. And to do that, we needed some more efficient gardening tools, so I set out to go up the street just a few miles to a dollar store and purchase them. On the way, I, of course, had my worship music on and I was singing and I was focusing on the route because I had never been to this store. Let me stop there for just a second and ask y'all a question. Have you ever felt yourself so in the center of God's will for you? Have you ever been so perfectly walking in the very thing, the very moment, the very task that God has asked you to do and you know in your knower that he's pleased with you? Well, that was me on my way to the store Saturday morning. I was actually super excited about digging up weeds. I'm not kidding. And I was worshiping focused on the road ahead to make sure I didn't miss a turn. Let me repeat, I was worshipping when smack right into my left fender, a deer. Poor thing didn't stand a chance. And I was yanked right out of my bliss and straight into panic mode. The first words out of my mouth in complete shock and surprise, Son of a biscuit! and I pulled over and parked in a nearby parking lot. I sat for a second to catch my breath and then said, Jesus, oh Jesus. Once I gathered myself, I tried opening my door and the damage was quickly obvious to me when my door and fender unnaturally met, making it impossible to get out on the driver's side. So I crawled out the passenger side walked around and assessed the damage i looked back towards where i had come from and my very next thought was what in the world is a deer doing in the middle of a four-lane highway in the middle of town it didn't make sense long story short my fender was rubbing on my tires so i couldn't drive and my little malibu was towed away to my body shop for 240 dollars for its eventual repair Friends, what does this have to do with those two passages from First Peter? Well, if you haven't already seen it, I'm going to tell you. First of all, the devil is everywhere. And when you or I are directly in the center of God's will and what he wants us to do, he's there too ready and waiting for a weak moment to devour us. That's why the same Peter who didn't always get it right and who would certainly know what he's talking about says to stay alert. I had an opportunity for weakness Saturday morning, and to be honest, I still have opportunities for weakness. An opportunity to worry like crazy. No towing or rental coverage on my insurance policy, so $240 to tow my car. A $500 deductible when it's fixed. My policy increasing because of this to astronomical proportions, possibly. No vehicle for the length of time it will take to repair it. A body shop manager who may or may not give me a hard time about using one of our body shop loaner vehicles. And to top it off, the whole reason I was even out that morning to purchase tools for cleaning up weeds at my church. I didn't get to serve as I wanted to. So my thoughts went directly to Jesus being utterly disappointed at my failure. Or my church family thinking I had just dipped out to avoid working. And then this overall feeling of total stupidity for not watching the road so good that I would have seen that deer before it hit me. No, I did not hit that deer. It hit me, friends. Okay, Peter admonishes us, me and you, to stay alert. Friends, I'm here to tell you that even in God's will, quite possibly, especially in God's will, the devil will try to take us out. He hates it. He hates us. And you'd think that being in the center of God's will, that nothing can touch us there. And in a sense, that is true. But it's our response that Peter shows us to have in verse nine, in chapter five, that makes all The difference stand firm against him and be strong in your faith look at job for example now please don't misunderstand i am not comparing my suffering right now to job not at all i am merely giving you a fantastic example of the level of suffering and the response job lost everything including his family while at the same time he had friends who were not encouraging him to stand strong at all including his wife, who actually said to him to curse God and die. But Job was a perfect picture of the scripture in Peter. He was strong in his faith. Yeah, he whined a bit, which I'm not ashamed to tell you that so have I. But he never stopped acknowledging God and his perfect ways. Friends, what am I even saying today? I am saying that when we are in the center of God's will for us, stay alert just because we're doing what we know god has asked us to do doesn't mean we are immune from suffering and trials and hard times in fact we might be hit harder there it is in those times that god instructs us through peter to be vigilant to stay alert the enemy is real my friends and i am convinced that he will stop at nothing to push us off course my car is dead in its tracks right now but this morning as I bring this message to you I still love Jesus I am still confident that he will take care of me and I am even more convinced that I am exactly where I'm supposed to be exactly where he wants me to be and I am convinced that I must be doing something right the devil doesn't fight those he's already got so I don't know what your dear collision is, my friends. Maybe it's much worse than that for you, but I encourage you to take Peter's advice to stay alert and then stand firm against that devil and be strong in your faith. There is a family of believers who are experiencing these same fiery trials right along with you. And you know what? We need to keep praying for each other. So let me do that for us today. Lord, Thank you, thank you, thank you for protecting me yesterday. It could have been so much worse. Thank you for providing for me in the coming weeks. I am certainly confident that you will. Help me to stand strong in my faith knowing that you have got it all worked out. You had it all worked out before this even happened, Lord. Thank you for this hope that endures even when the devil comes at me right in the center of your will for me. And Lord, I pray for my listening friends who are facing similar or even worse trials of their own. Help them stay alert, Lord. Help them to stand firm against the enemy of their souls and be strong in their faith. Lord, I pray that this message is an encouragement to them on hard days to keep getting up and to never stop desiring to be in the center of your will, even when it gets hard. We love you, Lord. I pray that my message today has brought you glory in Jesus name. Amen. Okay, friends. I truly pray that you've been encouraged and I hope you'll say an extra prayer for me over the coming weeks as I navigate this particular trial. I know God's got me, but prayers are always appreciated and God's got you too. I know he does until next time. I'm Amanda at Chronicles. See ya. Thanks for listening friends if you've been encouraged by this channel please leave me a review so that this message and others can reach more people who need the same encouragement I love y'all and I'll see you next time